Hi hello everyone Today in this topic I am going to give an elaborated of nutritional importance of the edible mushrooms You know the mushrooms are low in calories high in fiber and contain many important vitamins and minerals Some also have the medicinal properties such as complex carbohydrates that strengthen the immune system so mushrooms have the proteins most of the mushrooms have the high protein content usually around 20 to 30% by dry weight this can be useful for vegetarians or anyone looking to increase the protein content in their diet next is the fiber fiber helps the lower cholesterol and is important for the digestive system and niacin and other important b vitamins also present in the mushrooms as certain the b vitamins are found in the animal tissue but not the plants this can be another good supplement for the vegetarians and also the mushrooms contains vitamin d this is essential for the absorption of the calcium in our body and next one is the copper copper also present in the edible mushrooms it aids in helping the body absorb the oxygen and create the red blood cells selenium potassium also present selenium is an antioxidant which helps to the neutralize the free radicals thus preventing cell damage and reducing the risk of cancer and other diseases mushrooms contain more selenium than any other from produce and next one is the potassium potassium also a, a important uh, aspect the present in the mushrooms so an extremely important mineral that is the potassium regulates the blood pressure and keeps the cells functioning properly large portobello mushrooms is said to have more potassium than a banana other important minerals like phosphorus zinc and magnesium also consist of the mushrooms so the low level of fat calories and sodium no cholesterol because of this aspects most of the people like uh, vegetarians as well as the non vegetarians are useful for the mushrooms in their daily life the diet so and also present the polysaccharides mushrooms contain complex carbohydrates that stimulates the immune system and also enzyme inhibiting activity the mushrooms can be inhibit the production of certain enzymes such as aromatase which the body uses to make estrogen this could reduce the risk of breast cancer and also triterpenes the triterpenes they have the steroid like molecules that inhibit the histamine release and have anti inflammatory properties so these are the some important the nutritional as well as the medicinal importance of mushrooms hello everyone in this podcast audio we are going to discuss about transpiration in plants in this podcast audio i shall discuss about definition of transpiration 
and types of transpiration stomatal apparatus distribution of stomata stomatal movement mechanism of stomatal movement factors that affecting transpiration significance of transpiration dear students now i am going to discuss about what is meant by transpiration transpiration is a loss of water in the form of water vapor from the evaporating aerial parts of the plants such as leaves stems and flowers leaves are the principal organs of transpiration and most of the transpiration takes place through the stomata which are very small pores present on the leaf surfaces in most plants stomata are more numerous on the underside of the foliage now let us discuss the rate of transpiration so during a growing season a leaf transpires much more water than its own weight an acre of corn gives off about 11400 to 15100 liters of water each day a large oak tree can transpire 151000 liters of water per year so let us discuss the transpiration ratio what is meant by transpiration ratio transpiration transpiration ratio can be calculated by the formula that is transpiration ratio equal to the mass of water transpired by the mass of dry matter produced okay now the next aspect that is types of transpiration here there are different types of transpiration one is first one is stomatal transpiration so stomatal transpiration is nothing but the transpiration through the stomatal pore so major portion of water that is 80 to 90% of plants is lost their water with the stomatal transpiration the stomata are present on the ventral side of the leaf in case of dorsiventral type of leaves so stomata are present on both sides of the leaves and second one the type of the transpiration that is cuticular transpiration so in this cuticular transpiration the transpiration through the cuticle that is a small amount of water vapor around 10% is lost from the leaves and herbaceous stems by the direction evaporation from the epidermal cells okay now this is called cuticular transpiration that means the cuticular transpiration is nothing but the transpiration through cuticle however the thicker the cuticle the lesser is the rate of transpiration plants having thick cuticle as in cacti cuticular transpiration is negligible next one is next type of transpiration that is lenticular transpiration so lenticular transpiration is nothing but the transpiration through lenticels sometimes the loss of water also make place through the lenticels of stems and fruits this is called lenticular transpiration which may be approximately 0.1% of the total water loss but in case of deciduous trees which shed their leaves during autumn lenticular transpiration may be insignificant 
the next type of the transpiration that is transpiration through bark in woody stems little amount of transpiration may takes place through the bark or cork cells so the amount of water lost through cuticle lenticels or bark is negligible in comparison to the amount of water lost through the stomata the stomatal opening is achieved when their gut cells increase their torgor significantly relative to the uh, subsidiary cells so transpiration takes place when stomata are opened so next distribution of stomata so the next topic is distribution of stomata so based on the distribution stomata are, are categorized into different types the first one is apple or mulberry type of stomata so in this type of stomata are present only on the lower or ventral surface of the leaf example apple mulberry etc so such leaves having stomata only on the lower surface they are called hypostomatic leaves next one is potato type so in this type of stomata occurs both the surface of the leaves but more on the lower surface than its upper surface example potato tomato brinjal and other members of family members of solanaceae this type of leaves having stomata unequally on both the surfaces are called amphistomatic leaves unequal distribution leaves so next one is oat type of stomata so in this type of stomata are equally distributed on both the leaf surfaces example oat wheat rice grasses so mainly monocots so these leaves are called amphistomatic leaves next one is water lily type of stomata so based on the distribution of the stomata a water lily type stomata are present only on the upper surface of the leaf example water lily lotus etc where the leaves float on the water surface such leaves are called epistomatic so this is the physiological adaptations of the hydrophytes next type is potomageton type in this type of stomata stomata are generally absent in the leaves or if present or non functional example submerged aquatic plants like potomageton now let us discuss the stomatal movement so generally the stomatal movements in the plants five types photoactive movement scotoactive movement hydroactive movement autonomous movement passive and active movement let us discuss one by one so what is meant by photoactive movement of stomata in this case light controls the movement of stomata directly or indirectly it occurs due to hydrolysis of starch in gut cells or photosynthesis by chloroplast of the gut cells or reduced concentration of carbon dioxide in the gut cells moreover blue light and increased ph also affect the stomatal opening the next one is cotoactive movement this type of stomatal movement is seen in case of succulents so in these plants like cactus opuntia the stomata remain closed during the day time but are opened at night 
the movement of stomata may be regulated through organic acid metabolism next one is hydroactive movement when the stomata are opened the epidermal cells of the leaf lose more water but during midday water loss is more due to higher stomatal transpiration to maintain the water content and turgidity of the epidermal cells stomata may close to check loss of water as the guard cells become flaccid to facilitate stomatal closure so thus here the water regulates the stomatal movement the next stomatal movement type is autonomous movement some guard cells display diurnal or rhythmic pulsation at rate of approximately 10 to 15 minutes which is regarded as autonomous by some scientist but some others consider as that rhythmic pulsations are being caused by water content starch sugar interconversion or concentration of carbon dioxide the next stomatal movement type is the last one is passive and active movement some investigators consider that the opening of stomata as an active stage and is caused by turgor changes in the guard cells but the passive movement is of the stomata comprises the closure of the stomata which may be due to the turgor changes in the epidermal or subsidiary cells okay now let us discuss the what are the factors that are affecting transpiration so here there are different factors that are affecting the transpiration in plants the first one is internal or plant factors the second one is external factors or environmental factors so first let us discuss the what are the internal factors or the plant factors that affect transpiration first one is root and shoot ratio second factor that is second factor is leaf area the third factor is leaf structure and fourth factor is stomatal frequency fifth factor is other plant factors these are internal or plant factors the second one is external or environmental factors first is the light second is temperature third one is humidity fourth one is wind velocity fifth one is availability of the soil water sixth one is atmospheric pressure etc so now let us discuss the significance of transpiration so the transpiration significance transpiration is a necessary evil so a necessary evil means an unavoidable evil because its advantage is more than its harmful features so it causes a cooling effect so other one is the mineral transport the significance of the transpiration is it uses for the mineral transport the transpiration can use for the water movement in the plants and also the transpiration can maintain the optimum turgidity so these are the the significance of the transpiration importance okay thank you dear students Thank you.